welcome to SimChat. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Angela. And today we're going to talk about Course Organizer. Course Organizer, woohoo! So, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we podcasted. I know, I kind of forgot how to do this. Ah. Um, so, actually it's convenient we're doing this because I am doing a PD for my staff on Wednesday for Course Organizer. And I am sort of revisiting mine as in finishing the school year mm -hmm. um, with the students and on my own. Yes, the course organizer, um, it's a wonderful content planning tool uh, for the year. Um, it, I know it holds me accountable for sure as I'm going throughout the year. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. you have this unit coming up. And I, I mean, essentially it's a curriculum map or a mapping tool for your whole school year. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily for all subjects, just like one particular mm -hmm, content yeah. area. It has a lot of pieces um, that maybe, I know my first couple years teaching, maybe I would not have thought to include. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Kind of in the, the whole overview of the course. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess um, whether you're familiar with the course organizer or not, um, we're just gonna talk about some of the things that are the most important to know. Mm -hmm and maybe some varieties in how Angela uses it and how mm -hmm. I use it. Mm -hmm. um, what, what do you think is the most important thing to know about the course organizer? I think that now with the push for Common Core, which my school is, we are in, up to our ears, eyeballs, and Common Core, that um, what I'm gonna be focusing on this next training with my staff is the um, deconstructed standards that um, with essential questions, mm -hmm. those are going to be mm -hmm. the essential questions for our unit. Mm -hmm. Directly say, tied to the Common Core. Yeah, that's that's basically what I have as well, mm -hmm. even though we teach different things. Mm -hmm. um, I think just in, in looking um, across a grade level and then uh, vertically as well, um, yeah, yeah. watching those essential questions get deeper and uh, wider. Um, it is really important to me that, you know, in, in previous years, uh, when I was able, like, so if I'm in sixth grade, I was able to look at the seventh and the eighth mm -hmm. grade mm -hmm. um, course organizers. Uh, really, you know, just on one document, really quickly, mm -hmm. I can get a sense of what my students will be expected to know the following mm -hmm. year, the year after. And I think that it was really easy for those teachers to see, well, what did we do in sixth grade? What were mm -hmm. they responsible for? What kind of knowledge did they get? Um, it was a really good, I think, discussion tool at the beginning and the end of a school year mm -hmm. with like bigger teams, like in PLCs, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, and uh, principals, you can turn them in for yeah. syllabus for the year. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I turned mine in this year to my to the principal I've never worked in with before, and um, she was, I'd say, pretty pleased. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Yeah. Uh, families, so, parents too. Yeah, I was gonna say I share I share my course organizers with parents mm -hmm. at. Um, conferences mm -hmm. in the fall um, and anytime a parent has a question which I have a pretty involved mm -hmm. parent community at my school this year mm -hmm. um, but even you know beforehand when we've taught together and we used them for outdoor school no yeah. was that a, you know yeah, 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 for okay. outdoor school. but um, I feel like just handing that to a parent like mm -hmm. well this is what they're going to be responsible for I really felt like it's easy to read mm -hmm. regardless um, of who you are whether mm -hmm. you're an educator or not so mm -hmm. and also before, I mean, just in looking at those, I don't know, aside from a college course or maybe certain classes in high school, yeah. where I was ever given an actual syllabus for what I would learn yeah. that year. 
And yeah, then, yeah. And well, you, when I take a college class now, when I, you know, a graduate level class for, you know, continuing education or whatever, uh, and I look at somebody's syllabus, I always just think in my head, like, I would prefer a course organizer. Yeah. It's a little bit more obvious. Like, just tell me what you want. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I realize universities have, we had to write a syllabus. Oh, gosh. And it took hours. But, um, yeah, I just feel like it's a, it's a much more accessible tool. Mm-hmm. Which is also the reason I think we use it in classrooms, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So do you you share your course organizers with your students? Absolutely. And um, caution is unlike the unit organizer where I expect the students to fill out everything. Yeah, absolutely. With the unit course organizer, I do not expect them to fill out every little um, piece. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so... Uh, Oh, it would just take forever. Yeah, it would just take too long. And they can't fit their little handwriting in that little box yeah. on the side. So usually I'll do um, partial sentences or the whole darn thing um, or have them fill in certain words. Yeah, mine is like fill in the blank yeah. usually. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them typically fill in on the back side the course map yes. where they have that's easy. Um, bubbles for every unit like mm-hmm. that one. you know. And then they get kind of excited like, oh, these are the things we're going to learn about. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, for the questions, I feel like most of my questions are already typed in and filled out, and I might have them yeah. write in one. Yeah. It's, and it might be the first question we're yeah. going to do of the year or something like that, so it feels a little bit more relevant. And it's um, it's the first week of school, usually. Yeah. And if you're They're teaching like, a self-contained thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have self-contained, then you're doing at some point four of those. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we don't overwhelm them too early. And much with my other, all the other organizers that I use mm-hmm. in the classroom, I color code my course yes, organizers. Absolutely. I think those are the most important for me to color code mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, green is science. We're going to talk about science. No, when we do something green, it's going to be science. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when we, when you and I taught, mm-hmm. team taught, team taught, we're, <laughs> we're on the same grade level. Team teams, taught. Whatever. Um, it was really easy because... You know, we're teaching the same content, and we could really hone down what do the kids need to know. Mm-hmm. We sat down with the standards. Yep. That was really important. So I would say, you know, if you have the opportunity to work with mm-hmm. a team, course organizers is a really collaborative venture. Yes. And it will, it can take hours in a good way. Yeah. In, yeah, a, yeah. in, a, in a very and, direct You know, and we way. worked really hard. I remember the first year we learned it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the following spring, getting, you know, close to summer, we sat down. Uh, again, and we really tweaked them mm-hmm. and changed them. And every year, I feel like maybe I tweak it a little bit, especially mm-hmm. now in Common Core. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of shifted. Yeah. But um, at the same time, it's like you really feel like, I, at least I feel really confident in mm-hmm. what we're going to know about. And also, it's like watching our growth as we kind of, yeah, as our teaching improves and like the content we cover gets more, yeah. I guess we get uh, become moved towards being master teachers and covering content. Yeah thoroughly and um putting it back on the kids like what are the kids producing um be, because of my teaching uh-huh. for sure well and I you know I remember one time you and I we were leading a workshop on course organizer and we had I don't even remember who was there but I do remember our Spanish teacher was there mm-hmm. and it was his first year as a teacher so it was kind yes. of coming to the end of his first year mm-hmm. um and he'd worked pretty hard on learning course organizer mm-hmm. and frame and you know a few other things and when he got the course organizer, he was like, why didn't anybody yeah. give this to us before? And we were like, well, it's kind of big, you know. Yeah. It's hard to digest 
if you haven't had the others. But then, but then I've also heard like varying degrees. Like just give it to them in the beginning. Then you know, like yeah. they can, then they can piece it yeah. down into you know organizer mm-hmm. etc. But we're um, too teachery in our scaffolding. We want to yeah. scaffold it <laughs> yeah, before you exactly. get the big one. <laughs> but but the but the fact that like the enthusiasm was there, he was like, yeah. oh yes, this this yeah. is a great tool. I have never ever had anyone look at any device ever and say this is dumb yeah never that's really true yeah ever yeah if oh, anything yeah. i just have more questions how do you do this Tell yeah me more. um so then how do you i guess revisit your course organizer with your students oh that's a good point um unit organizer i try and tie the unit or the units to the on the back of the course map mm-hmm. and so then at the end of the units referring back to the course organizer hey this is the unit we did. What's coming up next? And I know a lot of them, when they keep in their binder, yeah. when you ask what's the upcoming unit, yeah. they can name it because it's on their course organizer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I love that I have giant laminated course organizer yes. posters. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't have necessarily the front side and the back side because mm-hmm. I'm self-contained for every single yeah. subject. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, for social studies, I have the back side so they can mm-hmm. see where we're going in the year and what mm-hmm. the critical concepts are. Um, that makes sense because it's chronological. And yeah, exactly. And the same. And I think ideas. for science, I have the front side, which questions. has like the essential uh-huh. questions. So you know, I just kind of do my own thing. I don't know mm-hmm. that there's a right way or a wrong way. Um, but I, I mean, they're basically just up on the wall, mm-hmm. and you know, that's how we can revisit them really easily mm-hmm. is that they're always there. But then I also make the kids pull theirs out, and. So what I've done is since we've learned the essay test taking strategy yes. is throughout the year I will choose one of those essential questions and I'll oh. say okay essay test you got 90 minutes or you know whatever yeah. make an essay um, and it, those are the questions that I use mm-hmm. so oh yeah so everything ties together so it nicely. feels very official to them yes <laughs> and for me that's a good writing work sample yeah. too so perfect <laughs> yeah um, one of the things I kind of was an insane aha moment for me was that you got essential questions and you got big ideas, yeah. right? And maybe everyone knew this and I just didn't know that your big ideas are the answers to your essential questions. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I didn't. I guess I just didn't realize that sounds really stupid that I didn't know that. But like, <laughs> No, I in, would say that's, yeah. In Sometimes of, you just don't make the connection. Yeah, yeah. I know, big ideas, oh. But in Giving the kids questions, if yeah. you just put a statement on the board, they look at it, I, yeah. I, I, I like, okay. glaze over, next. But when you put it to a question, like they, oh, they're going to be right about something or wrong about something. Yeah. What does this mean? Yeah. You know, then they're just like, oh, they just mm-hmm. dive into it. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the essential questions in the front can be really powerful. Yeah. I also, um, yeah, I feel like each question represents generally a unit or maybe two questions mm-hmm. a unit. Um, so then I'll, as the unit comes to the end, I'll pull out a question exploration and we'll sort of break down the question mm-hmm. using that routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we do an essay test, mm-hmm. it's like at least they have, we have some yeah. background for it too. But um, yeah, I think it is really important to give them that roadmap at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year. Uh, what else? Um, oh, I also... in. Uh, giving it to them at the beginning of the year, new kids, when they come mid-year. Yeah, nice, that's a really good point. Already filled out, Yeah, just in a packet to hand to parents. Uh-huh. This is where we are in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, if they were at a, a school in Oregon, they would have yeah. covered the previous part. Yeah, But um, that's a good kind of 
Because, you know, you're in new school. They're overwhelmed. What are we learning? That's yeah, a, that's really that's true. Nice Thinking yeah. I just got a new student like a couple weeks ago. Oh. I probably should have been one. We have a month left. Yeah. <laughs> 19 it's days. Like, um, birthday parties, <laughs> yeah. balloon fights. Yeah. <laughs> Here's all the yeah. things you're going to learn. Um, so, so, backside, the um, performance options. We were talking about that earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, we were just kind of talking about different ways um, of using that piece. Um, I, I like it as options almost for myself Yeah. when coming to the end of a unit or planning a unit. You know, mm-hmm. how do I want the kids to show me what they know? Mm-hmm. These are options I told them we would have mm-hmm. and, you know, picking the best one. And at that point, if di- differentiation is necessary for certain kids, mm-hmm. given, you know, IP goals, uh, ESL, yeah. um, those are definitely ways Usable. That's a good point. Yeah, because I had a conference with a parent, I don't know, like a month ago, with a kid who's really, really intelligent, but his work ethic struggles. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I remember pulling out the course organizer for a subject, mm-hmm. and I, I pointed to the performance options section, and I said, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of ways that you can show me what you know, mm-hmm. but you have to do something. Yep. And his mom kind of clicked in, like, oh, so it doesn't have to just be a quiz, Test. you know? Yeah, yeah. totally. And, and so we, that was a, a good conversation mm-hmm. piece for the parent as well mm-hmm. as the kid. Um, and he has improved, I have to say, since our conference. Nice. A little bit. Congratulations. Um, yeah. So, anything else you want to say about Course Organizer? Uh, it's great. I'm going to do the PD on Wednesday and excited to bring in mm-hmm. staff members on that. Now, those in their PD, are they, is anybody familiar with it at all? Actually, are they all new? They all should know, ex- with the exception of like maybe three or four new teachers okay. who've gotten unit organizer, the ones yeah. last training we did. Um, so they should all have some knowledge of it. It's just kind of a refresher. Yeah. And I know next year um, my principal will, will be requiring it from everybody in the Good. fall. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And also, it's just like as a you know possible future administrators here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if I know all my teachers are doing course organizers... I would just feel a lot more confident them. about Oh, yeah. yeah. And if parents call questions, I can say, well, yeah. here's what... That, I would just feel really comfortable with that. Yeah, that's a great point. Okay. Doing that. All right. Um, I think that's all we have to say about Course Organizer. Yeah. So Check it out. Uh, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook. Do look up SimChat PDX. And I think we'll see you next time. Adios. Water is warm, but it's setting me